Welcome to The Marissa Morrison Show, where you'll discover your inner power to create the life you desire. I'm Marissa, and I began my business as a 19-year-old, single mom, broke, and in college. Today, I run a seven-figure business that teaches entrepreneurs how they can have it all without the frustration and overwhelm. Abundance, peace, joy, and overflowing love are available to you. And I'm here to show you the way to a richer, more vibrant life that radiates into your business, bringing you higher profits and profound fulfillment. You see, when you connect with the miracle that is you, you become an unstoppable force that doesn't need to push for success. Consider this an invitation to step into a new world of possibilities, empowering perspectives, and radical breakthroughs. Buckle up and get ready to see the world around you in an entirely new light. This is your life, and you don't need to wait to experience your dreams. It all starts now. Today's conversation is a little bit of a juicy topic. This is one of those conversations that you probably have not heard. This is not a teaching point that you hear often in the manifestation process. And, you know, for me, whenever I first started to learn about manifesting my dream life and really experiencing all that life has to offer, it wasn't under the term manifestation. It was actually under the term self-development. It was self-discovery, really aligning and creating my habits to be that of what I desire. And so I really was working on myself and If you have been around on the show, you know that I am so passionate about combining scientific fact with spiritual truths. And in my journey, in my obsession, my passion for helping people to experience a life wilder than their wildest dreams, that was when I began to discover these elements of creating a life that you love. And ultimately, it falls under the term manifestation because the way that I see manifestation is that it embodies all of these things. It embodies your self-discovery. It embodies self-development. It is about your habits. It's about everything that you are, that you are becoming, and the life that you are living today and the life that you will live in the future. And so that's why I am so passionate about the word manifestation and understanding it. But I want you to know that you are a natural. We are actually manifesting 24-7. There's never a moment that you're not creating what is coming next by your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and the way that you simply show up in the world. And so realize that actually, in fact, you are a pro. The question is, are you intentionally, consciously manifesting a reality that you actually desire? Because if you right now don't necessarily love your reality, well, it's an opportunity to realize that you have the power within you to change that reality. It's thrilling to know that you hold the power for what comes next in your life. And it's all about being bold enough to claim that power as your own and to say, I'm going to take responsibility for the course of my life. Now, as we begin this conversation, I want to encourage you to be present with me. This conversation is a deep conversation and it's all about you. And so really centering yourself right now on the present moment, whatever you're worrying about, whatever happened right before you, 
tuned into this episode, just let it go. Be here with me now and really connect with this conversation without all the other thoughts and distractions that are going on. All right. Let's make this time together as impactful as possible so that you leave this episode with a renewed perspective of self, of your reality, and what's actually possible for you. Now, in this topic of manifestation, you have likely heard many different practices and rhythms of how to manifest the things that you desire in your life. And they are all powerful. Really, it's all about what works for you. And I'm not really getting into the process, but specifically what's not taught in the process. So if you have felt like you are struggling to create a reality that you love and really feeling stuck, I want you to know that this may be the key that you've been missing. And so in the manifestation process, you're often hearing things about embodying the version of yourself that is already experiencing that desire. It's all about raising your vibration, which is your thoughts and your feelings to be that version of yourself now. And it's also about connecting with your subconscious mind and really understanding what old beliefs are active in my life and that are showing up as a pattern in my day-to-day life and acting as a limitation or a block to that which I desire. And there's so many practices from meditation, which I believe is one of the absolute strongest and most impactful, hands down. It is the best practice, period, okay? But everyone is different. Some people need to go for walks and to practice affirmations and really feel into that. Some people, it's journaling about that vision or really reviewing a vision board. And all of these things are really great, but they're just tools. They're not actually the core of who you are and really renewing the being within you to be that version of yourself that's already experiencing it. Because the sooner that you close that gap, the sooner that you will experience the thing that you desire. And these are all things that I teach. I truly believe in all of these practices. And there's so many more that I'm not referencing here today, but I want to acknowledge much of what I've taught and much of what you've likely heard. Now I want to bring in that one thing that I was saying, you know, people don't really talk about this. They do, but not at the level that I'm going to talk about it with you today. And that is that the level of love for yourself will be the level of your manifestation. It is equal to each other. And so in this, one thing that I want to talk about really quickly is When we think of self-care and self-love, it's kind of a broad term. And I want to really get to the core of the meaning here of what I'm trying and hoping to get across to you today is a lot of times whenever we think of self-love, we are thinking of our identity. In other words, who we are based on our personality traits, our characteristics, the way we may look in the mirror, perhaps, you know, even forgiving ourselves for the past and our actions, all of these things. But this is not who you really are. These traits about yourself are the surface level of who you are. And really what ultimately happens throughout your life is that your personality, the way that you look, the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you feel about the world, the actions you take, they change. 
You are not stagnant. And so you're always evolving, expanding, transforming. Even when you don't try, you are shifting in who you are constantly. And if you just look back, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago, it's likely that you'll agree that you're really not that same person anymore. Who you are today is a unique version of who you've been throughout your entire life. And who you are in the next five years will be the same. It's going to be a different version, a different experience of yourself. And so to choose to say, I love myself on those terms is rather empty. You know, it's not really a deep meaning of self-love. I'll never forget, I was invited to speak at an event and I was speaking to the host and he was just going through some things with me and I really wanted to talk about this topic with him. And he had this really prideful response of, oh no, baby, you know, everyone really loves themselves. They are so confident in everything that they're doing. They know that they're the best. And, you know, it wasn't exactly in those terms, but the way that it was said was this sense of pride, this sense of being better, being above. And really, that's not the kind of love I'm talking about either, because pride is actually the opposite of love. Because if you really are secure in who you are, then there's nothing to defend. There's nothing to be prideful of because you just are. You just are operating in that confidence, in that self-love versus having to rise up and defend or explain why you're the best or declare it in any way. You just are. Your essence is it. It doesn't have to do it. There's nothing to defend. There's no reason to be prideful. And I'm going to get into this more as we keep going, but I want to dig into really what self-love is. It is so much deeper than that surface layer, which is the personality, the identity, the roles you play, the way you look in the mirror, the past actions you've taken. I think that is surface. And yes, you want to forgive yourself for the past and you want to love the way you look in the mirror and you do want to love your personality. But if we're only fixated on that version of ourselves and loving that element of who we are, we're forgetting the ultimate truth, which is we are a spiritual being having a human experience. And when I say self-love, what I mean is the kind of love that you were created with, the kind of love that brought you into form. It's love for what keeps your heart beating, what allows blood to flow through your veins, what allows your brain to function and to articulate, what allows you to see color and light, the being, the soul that is deep within you, that is you, that is worth loving. And that part of you, it remains with you all of your life into eternity. And it's not just this version of yourself and this life. And so when we're just loving that personality self, we're missing the picture. We have to really connect with the part of us that is truly pure, that is innocent, beyond understanding. It is the part of us that is pure consciousness, life that is allowing us to be. It's the part of you that is observing yourself. And this part of yourself is always capable. 
It's always knowing. It's always loving. And so this is the level of love that I'm talking about. And if you can think about someone that you love right now, maybe you are married or you have a partner, maybe it's a parent, a sibling, a friend, and you've been in this relationship for years and years. You can identify they've evolved, right? If you can't, you will have this experience, I guarantee it, where you see how people evolve. They change over time. It just is how life is. And you still love that person. You love them beyond the personality. You know, when I love my husband, it is beyond who he is today. I know that he's going to evolve. I know that he's going to change. My commitment to him is on a soul level because giving him space to evolve and to change and to transform is loving. That is the truest love of all, is unconditional love for ourselves. And I think a lot of times people have this feeling of ultimately like, well, if I love myself too much, then that's selfish. And really, the level at which you can love others is the level at which you love yourself. And so really when you're looking out into your life and you're wanting to manifest these dreams that you have, you can be trying to raise your vibration and to align to that future. But if you don't have a true respect and love and awe for who you are, it's going to be really hard to believe in yourself when the going gets tough. It's going to be really hard whenever you have a tough day and you have really failed ultimately, you know, temporary defeat, we'll call it, because you never actually fail. But that day just was not the picture of what you want for yourself, how you want to show up, how you want to be in this life. And it's going to be really hard to not put yourself down or to have this inner critic that's saying, oh yeah, remember, you're no good. So this process of manifesting your desires requires this rich, deep self-love that goes beyond the personality. Because remember, if you're actually aligning yourself to a higher version of yourself, then it is indeed your personality that you're shifting. Your personal beliefs create your personality. And if you are shifting beliefs, well, then your personality, your thoughts and feelings, actions, the way that you speak, all of this is going to change. And so you have to love and hold space for both versions to see yourself as innocent. And when you are truly in love with the life that you are, you become magnetic. People will look at you and be like, what in the heck is going on with that person? How are they so joyful? How do I get that way? Like, what do they have that I don't? And I think that it's even on a deeper level, if you think about it, you are a manifestation of God. You're a creation of God, of source, infinite intelligence. And I think that oftentimes in religion, we're taught to earn the love. But I think that we're also forgetting the fact that God is love. And this love allowed us, informed us, and we are that love. And so seeing ourselves through the eyes of God, this beautiful creation of bliss and possibility and pure life, this is the love that we must have for ourselves. 
And in this, we can actually experience joy. And so let's talk about joy for a moment because really when you're thinking about raising your vibration, it's about having elevated emotions. And as I've shared before, it's not bad to have negative emotions. Sometimes you need to process things and you're going to have negative emotions. It's a part of the process too. But joy is one of the ultimate sensations and feelings. And when you are in joy, you are in alignment with that future that you desire. So let's talk about this and how self-love actually impacts your ability to experience joy. Now, joy is the freedom of movement without interruption. It is the freedom of expression without judgment. It is the freedom of being without fear or guilt. Joy is knowing that no matter what, you are creating life on your own terms. It is the sublime movement of self-allowed. That is joy. And so if you are going through the manifestation process, which you always are, right? But let's say you're you're on this track, you're here with me now, so you probably have listened to previous episodes and you're really wanting to activate this in your life and you're like, okay, I'm doing the thing, I'm working through it, you know, and you have that rough day, like I said, it's going to be really hard to not judge yourself. Or if you're feeling led intuitively to respond and to show up in a certain way and express yourself in a certain way, but you're judging how you sound, it doesn't feel like freedom. It doesn't feel like joy. And so the ability, the freedom to move throughout your life, the way that you feel led to intuitively through that loving voice within without interruption of anything, you just are operating on your own terms as love is guiding you. That's joy. And when you are in a state of joy, fully loving all that you are, you are indeed in flow with the goodness of God, source, universe, where however you see this wonderful creation of life that we see. And I think that we so often leave out God in this manifestation process. I think it can be such a turning point for people. There are people who are of a religious belief, and so they see manifestation and think that it takes God out. And vice versa, you know, people who may not believe in God lean into manifestation, but, oh, if we talk about God, well, then how does that fit into their picture? And so it's not to say that you need to choose. I'm not here to make you do that. I'm simply here to help you discover the magnificence of this life and how deeply you are loved and how connected you are to the source of all life. And when you're in that flow, that joy, In that, there is no room for jealousy, for anger, for bitterness, or lack. It is difficult to hate others or to limit possibility when you are in a state of joy. And when you love all that you are, you see good in all things because we are always projecting outward the way that we see ourselves. It shapes how we see the world. And so whenever we love ourselves, We are the most impactful version of ourselves in that state of being. And so we naturally will love others because this type of deep love that I'm referencing today is the type of love that is the same love for others. Because in this love, in this rich love, we are one. And so if you love yourself, you love others. 
When you see the innocence in yourself, you see it in others. When you see that anything is possible for you, you see it in others. And so in this state of being, you are naturally raising the collective consciousness and everywhere that you go, this energy is felt and you are allowing people to be seen by you. You are acknowledging them in a way that you never have before. And this creates a ripple effect beyond what you can consciously comprehend. It is so grand. And in this exuberant state of joy, you are at peace with everything about you. In this state, you are fulfilled and life, wisdom, creativity flow like a mighty river within your being. Know that there is nothing worth separating yourself from happiness, joy, and peace. And so when you're looking out at your life and you're in this state of creating something for yourself that is what you would consider to be your dream life, when you're at peace with everything that you are, you are able to take action with boldness. You are able to believe in yourself. You're able to be who you were created to be here in this life. Instead of wondering where the answers are and questioning the strategy, you are a open vessel to receive wisdom and creativity. You are like a wildfire that cannot be put out. And when you experience this, because you have to allow yourself to experience this, you begin to understand that you are worth it all. And what I mean by this is, When we worry and when we doubt, when we're angry at someone else for something they said to us, ultimately, the number one person that suffers is us because it doesn't feel good to be hurt. It doesn't feel good to not feel safe. And so we're the ones actually that are hurting. And so when we truly love ourselves, we don't want to put ourselves in a position of not enjoying this life. And again, it's not bad to feel negative emotions. They certainly play their part. And the more that we start to say this is good and this is bad, the more that we're creating this separation from all things, from the goodness that is available to us. And so by no means am I saying don't experience those feelings. This is an example of where it is true that you need to process and experience those emotions, but it's also true that there's still nothing worth separating you from the joy that is your birthright. Both sides of the coin are true in this instance, and many times that is so. And so really for me, I have had this experience of like wanting to feel good, wanting to love myself, but being in this state of frustration or regretfulness or just frustration. I remember going to the bathroom one time being like, okay, Marissa, feel joy, feel joy, feel joy. (laughs) And it wasn't happening. It wasn't in the cards for me at that time. But I also was doing it with the energy of the way that I'm being right now is not okay. And so I was lacking this acceptance of self. And so even there, it goes back to when you're experiencing emotions that are not joyful, if we would just accept it and not resist those emotions, we would actually return to joy and love of self so much faster. We would experience happiness again. And the problem is that we resist these emotions. We fight against it because there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with us for feeling it. 
And in that, we can begin to see, we can just accept and embrace those emotions and realize those emotions are there because it's coming from a part of ourself that was once hurt or once was afraid. And right now it's afraid of something that might be similar. In some way we're being triggered. And when we love all that we are, we can offer ourselves compassion for those feelings. We can then wrap ourselves up. You know, I've had this experience I'll never forget. I I was upset with myself, but I also understood why I had done the action. This was years ago, but I just kind of sat there and I was crying and I was just bawling. And I felt as if, you know, like if I had another pair of arms just wrap around me, but they were my own arms. And I just cried and I held myself while I cried. And that's the kind of compassion we can offer ourselves when we are feeling these negative emotions to just say, I see you and it's okay to feel this way. You are enough. And to allow those sensations to pass Because look, there is no greater love in life than the love of self. If you really, really get to the nitty gritty of it, the more that you love yourself is the more that you love others. The more that you love yourself, the more you are at peace with God. The more that you are able to see all things as good. And so from this true understanding, removing the illusion of selfishness or even pride, really just genuine love for yourself, you are going to experience true joy. And it is only from a full embrace of self that freedom even exists at all. So when people are talking to me, oftentimes, you know, when I work with my clients, the biggest desire people want is freedom, love, intimacy, wealth. But at the heart of all of it, freedom's pretty dang high up there. And I think we can all raise our hand. We love freedom. (laughs) And in that, it doesn't happen through money. I mean, it does. Money is amazing. I love money. I am so thankful for all that I have. And I know that you can have however much you desire. That is something that I am so passionate about teaching and helping you see for yourself. But I also know that at the core of it, your freedom lies within your embracing of yourself. Because when you truly love yourself, you live in the light of your own laughter and you follow only the path of joy. And the more that you experience this joy and this compassion, this unconditional love for yourself, the more that you are heightening the joy for tomorrow and the tomorrows to come. The more that you embrace yourself, the more that you're raising the vibration of the tomorrows. And so this understanding and activation and this choice to love yourself, not the personality self, but the soul within you. And so you can see naturally that through this deep, rich love of self, it allows you to experience quantum leaps into the life that you desire. And it is a journey. You know, I'm always referencing that this is a lifelong relationship with yourself. And in the beginning, it can be uncomfortable. Just like when someone's hurt you and you try to mend that and, you know, you give them a hug, it might feel uncomfortable because you're working on it, but you still kind of have those frustrated emotions and this like little bit of resentment that you're trying to let go of, but it's still kind of there. It may feel like that when you work through this and you try to 
discover and love yourself on a deeper level, and that's okay. The point here is that every day you are taking steps to love yourself, to recognize where you are not giving yourself freedom of movement because you're judging yourself or projecting things from the past into the moment of now or the future. And it's creating this self-sabotage environment that's holding you back. The more that you can see it for what it is, which all of that is specific to your personality, your beliefs, thoughts, feelings, and you can shift those in any moment. And so just seeing it and offering compassion for yourself allows you to sprint through to your dream instead of taking the turtle pace, which is, you know, that frustration, the worry, and the, you know, not really allowing yourself to just be who you are here to be. And you can only do that through true, deep love for yourself. Remember, not for the personality, because that, yes, is important, but ultimately for the soul that is within. You know, for me, the way that I like to think about this is if you took my body and it was, you know, spread out, that's not me. You know, when you think of yourself, even looking at yourself in the mirror, like ultimately that's actually not you. Who you are is a feeling. When you close your eyes and you think of yourself, that feeling of you, like if you, there's someone that you love, like I referenced before, that soul commitment, if you can close your eyes and just see that person, not for their name, not for their personality, there's a sense, there's an essence, there's a feeling there that represents who that person is. And that's what I'm talking about here, is to love the essence that you are, the life that you are. Because when you love yourself wholly, you see what is truly possible for yourself. You take action in ways that you never would before because there's literally no fear. You just see that it's pure possibility, limitlessness, and absolute joy all around you. And so know that this is the number one part of the manifestation process, at least intentional manifestation, manifestation that is wilder than your wildest dreams. It happens through self-love, deep self-love, not just like self-care, like take a bubble bath. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being so connected to yourself that you know what you're being guided to do each day and you're doing it. You're listening to that voice of love each day and following that with faith, with trust, because you love yourself. You love the creation that you are. And so I want you to know that I love and adore you and that I know anything is possible for you. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. That's why you know, you can have people in your life that love you and support you, try to cheer you up and, you know, give you positive words of affirmation and compliment all of your achievements. But if you don't love yourself for yourself, all of that stuff is just empty because you need more of it to feel good or to feel that feeling again. True fulfillment only comes from within and you are the only one that can give it to yourself, truly. Because you cannot love all that God has given you unless you truly love the creation that you are. And you are so worthy and you are so beautiful and so magnificent. We all are. 
And that's the thing is when you love yourself, you see how beautiful humanity is. All the things people say about like how awful the world is and how these things are happening in the world. They may be things that are happening, but you see them in new lights too. Everything changes. Nothing is the same. And you're going to be that person that people look at and like, how are you so happy right now? How are you not bothered by these things? How are you still taking action even though this person said this about you? How did you go through all of that and you're here today? People will marvel at you and you'll be able to say, because I accepted myself just as I am, because I chose to love myself. And that is the golden ticket to manifesting your dreams faster than you could ever imagine. So as I always say, this is becoming a phrase that is like, I need to put it on my website somewhere, (laughs) but everything begins and ends with you. And so today is an opportunity to just love yourself a little bit more. Just the idea of going past the personality is enough to start to ponder that deeper element of you, to see yourself beyond just the surface, to know that there's so much to you, that you are so much bigger than you could even imagine, and that you are worth loving. You are worth it all. All right, my friend, I love and adore you. But remember, that doesn't matter unless you love yourself first. So get out there, do the work that matters, take small steps every day to give yourself compassion, become aware of where you're holding yourself back and where you're not being compassionate of yourself and just flip the switch, make the change. It's little steps. And some days it might feel harder than others. Some days it might feel literally impossible, but you know what? That's okay. The fact that you try the fact that you bring awareness to it, the fact that you are bringing intention to this loving relationship with yourself is what builds upon itself day after day after day. And one day you're going to look back and you're going to see how far you've come because you're going to be free and you're going to live life on your terms. But it starts with the small steps, little steps each day to give yourself that compassion to see the good within you so that you can see the good within others. And therefore, seeing possibility for all, life becomes so much more joyful. Everything around you becomes beautiful and you deserve it. I love and adore you, my friend, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode. If you would be so kind, do leave a five-star rating and give us a loving review. Of course, that helps us to reach more people out there seeking for hope and inspiration. And I'm here to do just that. And so I hope that they find us through your kind words. And so if you would take a moment and do that right now, that would be so awesome. And you know, when you do things like that, just know that it always comes around to you. So take that loving action. It would mean the world to me. I'm sending you a great big hug. And I will see you next time here on The Marissa Morrison Show. Here we are again at the conclusion of another episode. I'm sending you a virtual hug, and I want you to know I am so proud of you for staying committed to your dreams. It's all possible, and it begins with you. If you'd like to discover more support, visit marissamorrison.net, where I have created opportunities for you to connect expand, and to evolve into your greatest potential. Until next time, friend, I'm thinking of you and sending you all my love.